everyone, and welcome to the first, last, and only episode seven of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as always, is the best goddamn voice in the business, Sam Matura. How's it going, everybody? Oh, man, what a week we've had. Um, well, it was this, we're coming off Labor Day weekend. Long week. Long, a short week. Well, it, it feels long. Yeah, short week. I mean, we didn't work Monday, which was nice. We had Hurricane Hermine coming through, which completely missed, which was great. Yes, thank God. It was great. Um, short week, and I feel like we just did episode six, but episode six was last Thursday, over a week ago. This is the longest we've ever gone without yeah, recording. Very true, but hey, I'm happy to be back in the studio. And we're happy to have you back the listeners. So, um, what we're going to do today is the same as every <laughs> every week. We're going to run down everything in music, movies, all that stuff, uh, video games, and we couldn't do it without. And you know where I'm going with this. We couldn't do it without you, Loot Crate. So this episode is brought to you in part by Loot Crate. If you're looking for a high octane, adrenaline pumping theme, look no further than Speed, featuring some of pop culture's quickest characters and vehicles. Speed ends at 9:19 at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Pacific time and will be uh, supported with such shows as Arrow, The Flash, Iron Man 2, Gone in 60 Seconds, Battlestar Galactica, and Batman. Again, if you don't know what Loot Crate is by now, where you been? You gotta know. But it is a monthly subscription service that delivers all these geek and gamer goodies right to your front door. No need to go out to Hot Topic and deal with the kids in the Jinko jeans and the the people that want to give out free Chinese food samples in the food court. You can just get it delivered. I like free samples. Right to your door. (laughs) <laughs> so uh how do i how do i start we want to we always say we want to keep the episode like to an hour hour or whatever Ish, yeah and then we always go over last week we thought we'd have no content we had the longest episode More we, than ever we had. thought <laughs> so so we're gonna dive in right to today there was a bunch of huge news conferences this week and i would say both pretty disappointing yeah, and one I actually watched live and, you know, wasn't really too impressed, but we'll get to that. Yeah, so uh, the first one we're going to talk about is the uh, the iPhone. So Apple had, um, actually the same day as Sony, Apple had a big conference uh, unveiling the iPhone 7. Uh, the cool thing about the iPhone 7 is it still has the podcast app, so you can go right there, press on that, go search out We Podcast, then we know things. Yes, shameless plug. Please subscribe, rate, review, whatever you can do to help out the show. Um Please go to We Podcast and We Know Things. You can find our Loot Crate link there, the the iTunes link there, um, our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter link. It's all right on the homepage, one-stop shop, WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com. But the iPhone 7 reveal, uh, I would say, was uh, underwhelming, to say the the least. I would say a little underwhelming. Um, Yeah, we have a couple features that are really good, at least for me. The waterproof one being one of them because I'm known to drop my phone in anything from water to toilets to the ground, anything. So I think that that's what I took as the biggest plus out of that. I don't know if that's... And that's the shame that that the Galaxy's done that for two iterations know, of their phone. iPhone 7 is just coming out with it and it's not their technology. It's not new technology and it's splash and water resistant. It's not waterproof. It's not something you can you know submerge in a glass. There are some cases out there that can do that which are are actually really neat. I've been able to use those in the past and I kind of test them out. What do you use, the life-proof? Yeah, yeah life-proof cases are pretty sweet. But in reality, this was totally kind of underwhelming. I mean, it's got jet black now instead of just black, which is, whew, my goodness gracious. It was. It got rose gold and silver and 
regular gold yeah, and pink and black and jet black, and it's like, okay, great. I mean, if I was going to get one, it'd probably be jet black, personally. I would probably do the regular black because the, I'm, I would be afraid of fingerprints. Yeah, okay. I can see what you're saying there. So it's got a 12-megapixel camera, but an all-new camera, optical size stabilization, stabilization, um, 7-megapixel FaceTime HD camera, so the front camera's been enhanced, the quad LED true touch tone flash, but... What it actually has is they they kind of advertised it with the with, yeah with the waterproof or what have you, or the water resistant. But now they have that sweet little home button, so it's kind of like you don't have to like press on it. You kind of just hover it, and it's kind of really it's like a sensitive home button. And it kind of gives you like a vibrate once yeah. you press it. Yeah. So I mean that's neat, but that's like kind of old. Yeah, that's not really. I don't it's know. It's big not really deal impressive. To me. Yeah. It's not impressive. The, I mean, I kind of rather just have my home button. <laughs> right. And and. I mean, the Galaxy has done something like that where uh, on the lower left and right-hand corners of the screen, they've had a, a home button and a, I'm sorry, a uh, apps button and a back button that you just kind of hover over and press, and it does what it needs to do for, since the, the, yeah, it's the Galaxy 3. Years. Yeah, years. And, and that's, so I'm tipping the scales on going back, and I'll tell you right now, the biggest reason I think I'm going to go back to Galaxy, what the hell are they doing? I know what they're doing. <laughs> Getting rid of the damn headphone jack. Well, I mean, I... I, I I understand, I guess, their concept of trying to save space in the phone for adding all kinds of, you know, gadgets they need. Um, I, the lightning, what's it, the lightning adapter that mm-hmm. comes with each phone. I mean, it's, I want to give it a shot, you know. But but what happens, like for me, I listen to podcasts every night when I go to bed. That's how I go to bed. So what happens now I can't charge my phone and listen to podcasts at the same time. I can't uh, have my headphones and my podcast or my charging at the same time. What are you going to do? Constantly have your battery at one hundred percent? Yeah, you can't wait till it dies. So they're going to have an adapter that that shoots out and has two different lightnings in one lightning. So you plug it into the lightning, and then it's got two other ones. So I can plug in my headphones and my charger at the same time. Oh wait, that's at least forty bucks. Oh, is so it on, really? On top of spend, oh, it's Apple. So on top of all this, now I have to spend an additional forty dollars just to charge my goddamn phone. <laughs> Well, that's how they get you. They did it when they transferred, what, to the 6? The did, new charger? When thing? they did the lightning port in the first place, yeah. they screwed a lot of people over, and that's fine because they'll go out and they'll spend their Apple money. I'm leaving Apple. Like, I'm over it. I'm fucking over it. Well, I mean, the prices alone, um, I'm probably going to have my plain iPhone 6. I'm going to have that until the wheels fall off. If I go and get, if I renew, because I'm leaving my carrier in December, so I'm switching carriers. So at that point, I'll be able to get a new device. If there's a workaround to this iPhone 7, if there's, or just quite frankly, if I do want to stick with Apple, I'm not going to get the 7 if they haven't had a workaround yet. I'm going to go with the 6 or 6 Plus or 6S or whatever because it has the headphone jack. That's how important it is to me. The only reason I went to Apple, the only reason I even went to Apple is because they have the podcast app. It's, right, it's, right. it's so and simple. And it's so convenient, and it like syncs to my iTunes, and it's right there, and I can plug my phone into my iTunes, and because I have a Mac, and so like I, I plug it in, and everything syncs, and it is convenient. So I'd hate to lose the convenience, but the Galaxy right now is just kicking the shit out of Apple in terms of features. I'm not a huge phone guy. But isn't the well, what was the phone that was blowing up? The Note Seven, oh, it's Note which 7, is okay. which is the size of yeah, a it, brick, <laughs> but. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not a huge, huge phone person. I mean, I worked in the industry for a little bit, but other than that, I don't need my phone to do much more than go on, go on apps, text, call, and occasionally, you know, I use it as like a voice recorder. But the biggest thing to me is the podcast app. And I'm going to miss that if I jump ship. However, 
I mean, Android has Google Play now, which is great. It's like iTunes, but it's not iTunes. You know what I mean? I gotcha. It's it's the closest thing to iTunes, but it's just not iTunes. Yeah. I mean, I'm due for an upgrade, I I believe, in October. And when I go, there's no way I'm going to go drop $650 or $850 on the new iPhone. I'll try to get the the 6S or something. Are you uh, on – we we can't say their name on the show, but are you on Schmerizen? Yes, sir. Um, (laughs) So don't they still do subsidized pricing on two-year agreements? I I, do they that, do the thing where you lease the phone outright and pay monthly for the phone? I think they could do either or, but just what prices these days, like I've kind of been trying to stay away from getting a new phone every year. Yeah. Just, well, phones have always been this expensive. I mean, they've always been six, seven, eight hundred dollars They just always used to be subsidized on the two-year agreement where you'd get it for 100 or 150 Exactly, but I haven't, I haven't had that done in four years. Right. I mean, that's how, <clears throat> that's how I got into the new iPhone that I got and... I'm super happy with it. I don't even know if I have to upgrade, but the only problem is that when I leave Carrier, since this is a Schmerizen iPhone, and I want to go to Schmatee and Schmee, I, I, I can't, unfortunately, use this phone. So I'm going to have to get a new device. Well, you can trade that in. They still give you credit for that. I'm going to trade this shit. I'm going to sell this bitch. Uh-huh. I'm well, going to sell it. I'll, well, I'm going to say, if you sell it back to them, they, I think my last... Oh, I'll get $100. Oh. I got $150. That's my last right. one. <laughs> I got, for an old 3S... And uh, my screen was cracked. Too. Galaxy S3, I got 450 I got more from my Damn. S3 than I did from my PS3 when I when I sold them. So, um, so go ahead. I was gonna say, how do you feel about the AirPods? They're stupid. So it goes along with the it goes along with the uh, the whole headphone jack. Oh, we want to make them wireless and also 160 friggin' dollars. Unbelievable. Well, I think a, a pair does come with the phone, correct? I don't think the earbuds do. The earbuds do. Uh. There's earbuds and earbuds. The earbuds come with it where you plug it into the lightning and they're just regular headphones like the ones I'm wearing yeah. now. Airbuds are 160 and don't come with the phone. And also, I sleep with my headphone. One headphone in whatever head's not on the pillow, I sleep with one headphone. I'm going to lose them. Yeah, there's no and, – and I think they only have like a five-hour you know, battery I'm, it's life. Du- it's awful. I'm just – I'm so effing over it. I don't. I'm so like I'm not one of those people that gets so mad at Apple and blah blah blah. But like this is so disappointing. Yeah, it, I, I'm just like blah over. I'm like oh, okay, they had a new phone. I mean, you know, at least me, I never get the first gen because right. you know there's going to be you know callbacks or whatever. So I'll, I'll let everyone else go to it, let them figure out the problems. And- so the seven plus is was also announced, and the cool part about that is somebody who takes a lot of pictures and a lot of pictures in low light. Whenever we go to concerts or anything like that. Um, that has two cameras built into it that kind of act as one, so it gives you that low-light option. That's a neat feature. That's something I'd be willing to invest in for the camera. That's a great idea if you're a photographer. Yeah. And also that you, you have 770 or 970, you know, <laughs> if yeah. you want to get the, what, the 32 gig and the 256 gig. They say, uh, so they have the A10 Fusion chip, which is the most powerful chip ever in a smartphone, two times faster than the iPhone 6, and the longest battery life. So what? The next phone's oh. going to have it, too. <laughs> Every phone has a better battery life. My, my battery, I turn it on, it's like, you lost 10%. That's right. <laughs> and it's like, I hit Pokemon Go, and it's like, no, no, battery low, <laughs> 20%, close. So I'm like... Okay, this is great. Uh, you know, I'm fine with it or whatever. But if you brought a new phone to the market that didn't have those features, like a longer battery life and, and a better f- chipset, then there's that, no that's point. What do. The battery life is absolutely the same. <laughs> We've upgraded the symbol. <laughs> so uh, that's cool. It now runs on double A. I was going to say, there's two play marks <laughs> out of the Apple. And it's just okay. It's got So the reason they got rid of the headphone jack, or at least a reason they got rid of the headphone jack, is because they added a second, sorry, they added a second sound bar at the bottom to give you stereo sound as opposed to mono sound, which is, cool. which is a, good, a good feature. Yeah, but 
I listen. Sure, I definitely listen to stuff on my iPhone without headphones in, but like less than half the time. See, if I'm home, I, there's no headphones, and I'll I'll keep it out. But you know, obviously, if I'm at work or something, I have to have headphones in. Yeah, two times louder than the iPhone 6s. Like again, these like stupid statistics that don't really do anything for me. And like, okay. I'm I'm cool with it. I lo- I don't mind the phone. I'm pissed and de- and kind of not pissed. I'm disappointed in the features. I'm disappointed in the f- and just like everybody else. I'm upset that I can't now use my technology with like standard headphones like with a 2.5 jack that I've used for years and years and years since literally phones were invented. I can't use them anymore. All these pairs of earbuds that I have laying around are useless to me. I hate that. I mean uh- I, you got to give all these for me. I, I want to give Apple kind of props for trying something new, something different that was never done before. You know, you got to give them props there. I think, I, I don't quote me, but I think the the 7 and 7S might come with an adapter that's lightning to 2.5 so you can plug in your 2.5 into a little white I, I connector. Think, I think I heard that also. I think it comes with it. I'm not sure if it comes with it. I know it's in existence. I don't know if it comes with it or but not. To, but to me, it wouldn't make sense if it didn't come with it. Sure, but that still makes me not be able to charge my damn phone at the same time. And I do that. I have to do it overnight. I have to have a phone for work, working at all times. Yeah. I cannot have a dead phone. It's really, really annoying that they took away just a simple 2.5 jack. Why couldn't you put it on the top? And still keep the speakers I was at the bottom. Or maybe get a... Um, they used to do it on the top. Yeah, yeah. I remember back in the old days. Um, what about getting like a, a case that charges your phone also? Uh, no. Then I'm spending extra money yeah, again. I hear you. I hear I'd you. rather just spend 40 on the dongle to get me the, the yeah. two yeah. little jackies. Yeah. You know I what I mean? The, so what I really think, though, because this was kind of an underwhelming announcement and there wasn't a million new features, I really think since next year's the 10-year anniversary... They're going to probably bring it. That's when they're going to bring it. Maybe a whole new redesign. Maybe all these, just the, the greatest and, and, you know, latest and greatest technology. I think next year with the 10-year is going to be the big one for Apple. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean every, every year their phones do get better. I mean, I, at least speed-wise, performance-wise, you know, I know that the Retina display, they said it was 25% brighter than the 6 and 6S. So, I mean, I, I, I keep I my phone on low light anyway to save battery. I was going to say, I don't know if you, you're watching movies on your phone anyway. Like, it's going to make a difference. Like, w- when would you ever envision a time where I need it that bright? I'm no. 28 years yeah. old. Well, I mean, not yet. I don't have, yeah. We got a couple more years. <laughs> what does that say on the screen? You know, like, and then they announced a couple other things to go along with it. Like, for me, they announced the Apple Watch 2, Series 2, yeah. right? And the big killer app is they're introducing Pokemon Go. Guess what? I still play it every day. You still play it every day. But it's dying. Yeah. Well, I don't think they said that it dropped, I think, 10 million or 15 million people from since its launch. It's, but, I mean, it's, you still got like 30-plus million playing the game. Absolutely, it's still a hit. Absolutely. But cell phone apps are the one thing that don't have much shelf life until the next thing comes along. Those right there, those PS4 games, the Xbox One games behind it, they have staying power. These Blu-rays, they have staying power because they're physical handheld things that I can put in a system, play whenever I want, purchase, and pick up. A cell phone app is literally something that you have to download. There's no hard copy, yep. right? There's only digital. And until and, and, and the next thing that takes up your, your time while you're taking a shit comes out, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, then you'll be over it. And that's the problem. A lot of people with apps, they don't have staying power. Everyone has a cell phone, but not everyone's dedicated to that kind of platform. And also, for more money, the Apple Watch is pretty pricey. Also, the Apple Watch is pretty pricey. It's a car three three seventy. It's a car payment. Yeah, it really you know it's it's, I mean? a, it's a car payment to get a watch. Now I have a Fitbit uh, something or other. I don't know what the hell they call it, but it's listen. When I put it up to my face, it tells me the time. After the time, tells me the steps that I've taken. After that, it tells me how many miles I've walked. After that, it tells me how many calories I've burned, how many stairs I've went up, and then if I hold it in, I got my stopwatch. 
I'm good. Yeah, I say, what do you need an Apple Watch for? I'm good. And I don't need an Apple Watch. I mean, I, I don't really wear watches myself anyway. I doubt I'll ever get it. But if you get it, it comes out December 9th. It's, you know, 370. They also got the, um, you see the Nike partnered with them also? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, again, it's neat little partnerships. And I like the idea of Pokemon Go being on the, the watch. And, it you know, you don't have to have the phone out all the time. It tells you when something's near and how your ed- eggs are hatching and stuff like that. But, like... <laughs> just do it. I don't to take your phone and look at the app. Stop. Be, I don't like these shortcuts. Like I understand it. I get it. But like I, I like when we go out on a walk or something like yeah. that, and we have our phones, and we're like, oh, there it is, and oh, gotta go, and and we are like, we're almost looking for cell phone coverage, holding it in the air, <laughs> like and thinking that's going to do anything, and it doesn't. But it's it's fun. At least we have. You know, it's, it's not attached to a wrist. That's why that like peripheral that was going to come out f- with Pokemon Go, the little Pokeball thing that you wear on your wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I would never be interested because I want to have my phone out. If I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. And exactly. And another thing, I don't know if you saw that they, they're kind of, I guess, redoing the first one. They're putting the, the dual core in yeah. for the first one. That's going to be 269 It's mm-hmm. not expensive, but I mean, it's, it's still expensive. It's still expensive, it's still expensive but it's not I'll as go, expensive. I'll go to Boscov's to get myself a Timex piece <laughs> for $39.99. Well, I mean, you don't even need it. I mean, your, your phone has everything nowadays anyway. And the, and the Fitbit piece, man. And I don't know. Maybe I don't have a lot of light in this room, but um, and you didn't spend three seventy on this the is Fitbit. True, I spent one nineteen or one oh nine. Oh, there you go. So and it does more than just a watch. And I don't need it to read my texts or anything like that. I know I can put technology was, down was for like, a minute. Oh, so you're not that lazy, right? No, like, I can. I mean, I'm lazy as shit, but I can put down my technology for a moment. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I can go a whole day without my phone. It will be inconvenient. Oh, it's freeing. <laughs> but it is oh, freeing. Yeah, it is freeing. Definitely. Um, there was there. So we talked about like, a little bit earlier how I might leave Apple, this, that, and the other. There is there is one thing that makes me want to stay, and it's Super Mario Run. How did I know? <laughs> There's one thing that makes me want to stay, and it's Super Mario Run. And I'm sure it'll come out on I, uh, on Android platforms soon enough. It'd be say, stupid I, I, not to. I would say not at the launch. I wouldn't. I no, wouldn't expect the launch that. will be iOS only. And that's, I believe, December? December 2016. So the launch will be iOS only. But this thing's going to have to come to Android platforms soon enough. Do I wait it out or do I get the <laughs> well, the, the new iPhone because of because that is a killer yeah, I, app for I mean, me. It, you saw the you know my it, it You know great. it. You know my Mario. You, know, it, you, you have three months, Greg. You might as well wait. You know what I mean? <sighs> give, it, give it a chance. If you don't like it, leave. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I might... I got three months, so maybe maybe I'll wait to move. I'll maybe I'll keep this going, right? Because they go month to month after that. So maybe, oh, right, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll keep this thing going past December. Wait for Run to come out. Play it for a month. That's, be over it. Switch in January and then after have Christmas. No regrets. And then, exactly, and have no regrets. And I think I just found my strategy because there's nothing wrong with this phone. Hey, as long as your battery's not dying in right. an hour, you know, right. and you can text and make calls. I mean. The, the, the download is going to be free, yep. and then there's and then you have certain access to the game, yep. and then if you want full access, it's going to be a one-time payment. Right. So it's a freemium game, basically. So freemium games are it's free to download, but you got to pay for the uh, extra content. Now there's a difference between microtransactions and paying for the game. So you'll probably get the first f- couple worlds or couple levels free, but then the rest of the game will be it'll be behind a paywall. So you will have to pay for it. Um, what do you think? Like ten bucks? Probably ten bucks. And I, I I would I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to fifteen. But for an endless runner, that's a lot of money. I'd hope five. And if you and if you're a gamer and play, and especially like Mario, what's ten, fifteen bucks? Right. Especially with Super Mario Maker and, and everything coming out, and the NX coming out not far behind it, that's going to have some killer apps. It's a smart move for them for for going with iPhone. It's genius. I mean, Nintendo's dying. The Wii U crushed them. 
The Wii yeah. sold over 100 million units. The Wii U has, I think, 30, 32, something really low. Yeah, and not, that's not what they were expecting. And that had a year or two on PS4 and Xbox One first. That hit the market first, but the messaging was so confusing, so they're getting crushed, but Pokemon Go helped a little bit. Now, that's not a Nintendo app. That's the Pokemon company, Niantic, but yeah. Nintendo has some stake um, based off they own the IP of Pokemon. And now that they have Mario, this is a first-party mobile game. That's a first for them. I think Mitomo was actually the first Nintendo mobile game. But now you have your, your biggest franchise, the biggest franchise in gaming history, Oh, easily on another device, which is something I never thought I'd say, but I'm I'm happy with it. That's yeah, I'll, neat. hey, I'll, I'll check it out. I have to. Why not? Are you going? Would you buy it? Would you buy Super Mario Run for ten, fifteen dollars? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Would you get an iPhone Seven? As of right now, no. There's no way I got six fifty or seven eighty. I'm I still have insurance on my phone. You nice. know what I mean? So uh, switching it up a little bit. Anything you want to kind of close with with uh, Apple at all? Lower your prices, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've been watching some stuff on Netflix. Yeah, I finally caught back up. I've been falling behind a little bit. Um, I know I've been saying Peaky Blinders. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. i finally seen it. And I one sitting. I didn't even break. I banged out all six episodes fast. Killian Murphy. I, everyone knows him as Scarecrow in the Christopher Nolan you know, the trilogy. I think he's great. Yes, I have to watch it on subtitles because all their accents are strong, and I can bar- sometimes I can barely understand the words they're saying. Expe- Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> Especially Tom Hardy, when he talks in his his like his little Irish accent, he, I struggle. And he he kind of shows up in the second and third season, and I read his subtitles. I can't even hear him. I've I've had Peaky Blinders in my queue on Netflix for since season one came out. The day it came out. I never watched an episode, and I want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you'll get there. There's a million things out right now. Um, it's you know, there's three seasons out right now, six episodes a season. They just got signed for season four and five. Pretty excited. And I think it's one of those things where it has a niche audience for sure. Oh, right? I mean, every Netflix show kind of carves out its own niche audience. Um, because everyone now wants to binge watch everything. Right. And that's the cool part about Netflix. It's the blessing and the curse. It's you can watch it in one day and you can yeah, watch it all in one day. It's, it's easily a love and hate relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. You want it. You want more and you can watch it in one day. But then once you watch it in one day, you got to wait a whole year it, for the show to come back. Then you go through withdrawal. They're like, God damn it. What's my next show? Yeah. Yeah. But there's always something else. Netflix is the thing where there's always something to watch and there's nothing to watch at the same time. Yeah. They, they just sent me an email. They said, um, Hey, you know, you were like our one of our first customers. We kept your account at eight dollars. They just raised it to ten. Yeah, same. After all these years, same. I had Netflix since two thousand seven. Well, they just raised it now to ten. Yeah, and I got ten dollars. I was at seven dollars, not even eight. I was at seven. I mean, six ninety nine. Devastated. Now I am at ten dollars. <laughs> That's almost a fifty percent increase to what I was paying there. Netflix, get your shit together. No, Netflix is great. And I don't get the DVD stuff either. I just. Oh, get no, I mean, I, I used to get the DVDs, and I appreciated it. Um, but once I just started collecting my own Blu-rays and like opening my collection here, I was just like, "What am I doing? I'm yeah, gonna buy things." You might as well save the five 20, bucks. Yeah, for the for the five bucks a month, if I buy two Blu-rays a month, it's like what forty, fifty bucks. Yeah. So it's like, eh, you know, for me, a, a one-time rental for twenty-four hours or forty-eight hours, I'd rather own it for life for whatever more. Yeah, because you know, especially if I get the movie, sometimes it takes me days, even weeks, to even watch it. What about another show? Yeah, after I finished this, you know, I. Narcos season two came out. You yeah, know, we, we talked about that in last week's yeah. episode. And, and Narcos, you know, obviously the rise and fall of Pablo Escobar. And Love it. I only have one episode left, and everyone knows the ending of this one that, mm-hmm. you know, 
Escobar doesn't make it. We all know how he turns out. So, but surprisingly enough, the show got renewed for the third and fourth season. Jesus, Sam, with the spoilers. Well, I mean, well, everyone should should know if you're watching it. I think we did the same joke last week where I was going to say it was 40 years ago. But then I that was a callback to just we're, we're just vintage here. That's yeah. what we do. We bring up old jokes. But, I mean, I think it's pretty cool where they're showing you, you know, the rise and fall of Pablo. And then they're going to kind of show after his after his yeah. death, you know, what happens, you know, in Medellin and, you know, in Colombia. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, right? So, um I'm a huge. I'm, I've always been just super interested in the, in the life and times of Pablo Escobar. Not because of, not because of what he was into, but just the man himself. Yeah. Like, how does one get to that level? How does that? How does one turn that into that lifestyle? Right. Um, what was the the point that changed his life as a young person that made him decide that this was the way he was going to go? I, I. It's like these moral things that really hit home for me. That I always think like think about how we were raised. Right, we were yeah. we were raised in in the city of Philadelphia, oh, northeast, way, way different north, than they yeah, were, <laughs> northeast Philadelphia, like, almost like a suburb of Philly. I mean, like we were literally on the edge of a suburb of Philadelphia. Um, there was a little bridge that connected us to the suburbs. So, um, for for us to, to have that kind of upbringing, where we went and played, you know, basketball at the courts every day and skateboarded and all that stuff. It, the life is just so much different in other places and just crazy. And, and watching this show, like you, you kind of you, you see things that you know maybe you didn't know or you know, read about him that you know he, he really did some effed up things, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know the show kind of you, you know you almost you know you feel bad for him, his family, but you know after all the stuff he does, you know he killed, blew up children, and it's 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 a he's really messed up. I mean, yeah, he got what's coming to him, but took a while to get to him but and and i would say and again it's heavy on subtitles but i would say you gotta watch narcos oh he, you just have to and, it's and, one of the better netflix shows out there no oh, definitely and it's you know 10 episodes each season so far the first two seasons 10 episodes each and you bang them out and and like you said peaky blinders got picked up for a couple additional seasons narcos got picked up for a couple additional seasons so they're coming soon also coming soon to theaters we got actually a big week. We had a couple down weeks for movies coming out in theaters. We're finally back to respectable levels of movies that we can actually talk about and have a conversation. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the last movie I saw was what? Mechanic? Mechanic Resurrection. Yeah, yeah, this movie. So this week coming out, the week of September 16th, we have Bridget Do- Jones's Diary, oh, Snowden, Mr. Church. Snowden actually looks good, though, with Joe Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. Mr. Church, The Good Neighbor. My my pick of the week would be The Beatles, Eight Days a Week, The Touring Years, two-hour documentary about The Beatles touring. That's something I'm definitely interested yeah, in. Yeah, compilation of found footage featuring music, interviews, and stories of The Beatles' 250 concerts from 1963 to 1966. Wow. I'm... All about that. Is, that. is that black and white or is that in color? It's going to be a mix of both. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, because it's an actual documentary, so I'm super pumped on it. Um, and then and that's coming to theaters. That's correct. Awesome. Um, and then Wild Oats. I'll probably wait till it comes out for the Beatles because I don't. I don't really want to go to a theater to watch a documentary. But I will tell you now, it's a day one buy. Oh, that is a day one oh, buy e- for easily. me. Pre order buy for me. Uh, Wild Oats. So I would say the biggest one this week, the Blair Witch. That's the Blair Witch. When I saw the first one, I don't think I slept for weeks. That scared the crap out of me. Do you remember? There was a. I'll, I'll give you a Blair Witch story. So it was you, me, uh, Kevin, and Sean. Okay. Okay. Machi, Anthony, uh, probably Mike, F, um, maybe uh, Ian. Okay, I got gotcha. you. And uh, Doug. The brothers, gotcha, yeah. So maybe all those guys, right? And we used to play Freedom like every night, and and probably Pat, Jim, and Ryan. Yeah. Um, Ryan was probably not born yet or too young, I guess. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. In his twenties, right? Yeah, you know, he's twenty-two. 
Oh, there you go. Right. Well, yeah, he, then he was definitely yeah, exactly. there. Um, so we always used to play freedom. And behind our house growing up, or behind your house growing up, even like across the street kind of, was the woods, right? The the guardrail, yep. we called it. The guardrail, which had a small section of woods, then a wide open field where we'd play soccer and run around and play football a lot. Yep. And then a hill. And down the hill, at the bottom of the hill, was another place where we played football and hit golf balls and stuff like that, which led to a college. Yep, which okay. is no longer there. The college? No, the, uh, yeah, the, 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 the hills and the stuff. The hills and stuff, yeah. They're now fenced up and gates and stuff. Yep. It's awful. But we were not, you know, we were lucky enough to grow up when it was wide open we could do whatever we wanted. We used to play freedom all the time. Um, Kev and I, one night when we were playing, it was super late, super dark. We we were playing freedom and we were it. We we looked at each other. We were over it. We don't feel like ha- finding these people. Uh. So what we did was we made up a story and we ran back to to base, right? And you were there and everybody was there. It was Kev's step? It was Kev's front step. We ran back to base and we started screaming about a guy with a shopping cart. Remember this? I, now you say at first I had no idea where you're going with this. Then you say shopping cart, the shopping cart guy. I, I remember. Was, I remember. So now yeah, we totally made it up. Uh. But. It was like we built this lure around him. He was tall and had a jacket with long hair and a ski mask, and he was just an empty shopping cart just pushing it through the grass for no reason, and we thought he was a spirit and was going to haunt us and kill us and all this. And you got, we, I remember either you or Sean or Anthony being like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And we're like, no, no, let's go back there and let's try to find the spirit. Shopping cart man. You, you I don't mean, I'm, I'm hazy on it, but the shopping <laughs> cart man, if it rings a bell, I just, you know. We were no, years, we were no years. older than 11. I know. We Jesus. were no older than 11 years old, so it was a long, long, 15, for me, 17 years ago. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, that, that's how I'm, that, I can, now I know why. I probably don't remember, but kind of. <laughs> but, so that kind of was like our, because that was right around the time, but it was 1999, I think, because that's when Blair Witch came out. I think the first Blair Witch yeah. Project came out in 99, which would have made me nine, or, uh, no, and, ten. And I, I saw that movie. Eleven. I, I actually, Eleven. pretty sure, I ten, think I, I saw know. that movie with Kevin Sean, actually, and I remember, I didn't sleep, that you see the, the girl, she's standing in the corner, and yeah. Oh, it freaked me out so bad. Let me check actually real quick when when the Blair Witch Project came out. I think it was nineteen. It was nineteen ninety nine. So that would have made and, me and eleven. Th- and this is a sequel. This isn't a reboot. This isn't. This is a this is a sequel. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of actually screwed up there. Yeah. I mean, I saw the I saw the trailer. It gave me the you know. Yeah, this is... Got me freaked out. So it's after discovering a video showing what he believes to be his sister's experiences in the demonic woods of the Blair Witch. James and a group of friends head to the forest in search of his lost sibling. So it is a sequel. It does pick up trying to find the girl, probably a girl in the corner. The yeah, girl in the corner. That's freaked me out. Um, in, in, from the original film. So it is a nice way to tie those movies together. Um... It is starring James Allen McCune, Kelly Hernandez, Corbin Reed, Brandon Scott. I've not heard of Wes Either. Robinson. None of them. And that's why I kind of no, like Which it. is good. I'd I kind of like I'd rather have no names. You know yeah, because I mean? when you have like a Channing Tatum in a movie, you say it's Channing. You know it yeah. is him, right? Yeah. So it's tough to get that. Danny McBride, for example. Oh. He's Danny McBride to yeah. me in everything yeah. he does. He's, he's the same guy. Whatever his name may be, Kenny Powers, whatever, yeah. he's Danny McBride. Definitely. And he plays the same character. So for me to have a movie with just all new people makes me excited. Now, Will you see this movie? Because I, mean, I know your fiance's. That's right, and we already have a date picked. So, oh, yeah. well, <laughs> we have a date for our wedding and a date for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the movie comes out September sixteenth. Are you going to see it? Hell no, dude. Any other movies that come out this week that you're interested in? Well, there was the one that came out actually yesterday on or Friday on the tenth of um, the Sully, the Tom Hanks, the yeah. based on the true story where mm-hmm. you know the pile lands in the Hudson River and. and all 155 passengers made it out, you know, perfectly fine. As I call it, white flight. <laughs> flight with Denzel. No, 
It, well, no, which, which that was a good movie, and uh, I love that movie. Uh, I have it somewhere. The one meme you posted with Tom Hanks on Instagram, you posted <laughs> on a wee podcast. We know things that was hilarious. You had me cracking up. It was. Uh, it's never safe to travel with Tom Hanks. That was. <laughs> it's it was him great. in Castaway, him in Sully, <laughs> him in Captain Phillips, and him in Apollo Thirteen. I mean, that was so fun. I really, I literally LOL. Um, but another another little rated R movie was called. It's called The Disappointments Room with uh, Kate Beckinsale. It's an, another horror story. Um, Basically, she finds like a secret room in the attic and finds out what went on to the people who lived in this house in the 19th century. Looks a little spooky. But why I brought up Kate Beckinsale was they just, um, I think on Thursday the 9th, they dropped the Underworld Blood Wars trailer. I know I don't, I don't know if you're an Underworld guy or not. Uh, you texted me, and I think I wrote back in the uh, Z emojis, the sleeping emojis. Yeah, I mean, I, I love Kate Beckinsale, especially when she puts on that leather and, you know, as back as Celine. That, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, you have vampires going against werewolves. They're ripping off each other's faces, their jaws. I oh, mean, so it's just Twilight? Oh no, this crap's on Twilight. <laughs> Trust me, I, this, this is going to be good. Um, speaking of things that are going to be good, Psych Nod just playing. Uh, Sony had their conference as well. So the same uh, day that Apple, Jesus. the same day that Apple had their conference, and and remember, we're two PlayStation owners. We've had every PlayStation console, love PlayStation, ever. one, two, three, and four, I, and PSP for me. I never had a Vita. I guess I, I actually have a Vita. Surprisingly, there you go. So combined, we have every PlayStation console. Um, so we are definite PlayStation fans, not fanboys. I'm more Microsoft than PlayStation, as everybody should know, and I'm actually the most on Nintendo. Um, but they had their conference same day as Apple and they announced what the worst kept secret in the world was the PS4 Slim and then what everybody had, knew and then what they already had kind of said was in existence the PS Neo PS4 Neo which is now the PlayStation 4 Pro uh, I'm, I mean we'll, we'll start with the Slim okay we'll go with the Slim it's what it's 300 bucks yeah i mean i saw on amazon you can get the ps4 slim the um the uncharted 4 bundle for 300 oh i, I mean no if if you whoa. don't have a ps4 if whoa that may be worth getting sure. but to me if you already have a ps4 there's no point of buying this slim um so it has uh the the box will come with hd uh, hdr video streaming which oh by the way even if you don't have a ps4 slim or pro if you have a regular ps4 next week they're coming out with an update for all PS4s yeah, to be so, HDR so you compatible. Don't even need you it. don't need that whatsoever. Um, HDR game fe- uh, playback, yes. Special features, just HDR. Uh, the Blu-ray drive, it'll have a Blu-ray drive. So it's it's really nothing special. Yeah, 500 gig, you know, storage. It's you can still play the same games. There's no you know exclusives. What are you what are you going to get to save an inch? And this is the problem is. I'd rather have the Xbox One S at this point. Two terabyte hard drive, same price point. Um, you can get 500 gigs, one terabyte, two terabyte. But this one had HDR in the box. It also has a built-in IR blaster. And oh, by the way, the Xbox One S, or I'm sorry, the Xbox One S, yeah, uh, has 4K Blu-ray drive with 4K Blu- Blu-ray playback, which neither the Slim nor the Pro have. What's how the hell are you going to support 4K gaming and not be able to play 4K movies? It's the dumbest, and I don't, I don't get it. Maybe they're trying to keep the price point low, but Blu-ray technology is Sony's technology. Yeah. How do you miss that? To, to me, they took a step forward here and two steps back. You know, I, I would say arguably one step forward and like a giant leap back. <laughs> I mean, the system runs cooler and quieter. Great. 
<laughs> I saw your face when you said that. I couldn't even keep my face, uh, straight face. I'm so, and, and again, it's, it goes along with the Apple. I'll use the same word, disappointed. Yeah. There's I mean, no reason for me to upgrade from my PS4 that I have now. I mean, it comes out September 15th. It's 300 bucks. If you have a PS4, to me, there's no need to get it. If you don't have a PS4, maybe it's worth it. What do you think? If you don't have a PS4. If you don't have a PS4, I mean, I'd probably just wait it out to the Pro. Because if the Pro is going to be a four hundred dollars price point, just like the standard PS4 now is. So the standard PS4 is going away. Their SKUs moving forward are going to be Pro and Slim. That's what they're going to have. The Slim will be the PS4 by 2017. Well, well that's the same thing they did with the, the PS3. Right. The $600 it, one, they stopped it. And, and then they just went with the slimmer version and just called it PS3. And the, they're making the same mistake again. Because they have 48 million units of PS4 out there in the, in the atmosphere right now. They're crushing yeah. this generation. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And they're hurting themselves right now. X Xbox did a brilliant move by A, they were first to the table to announce Scorpio, made it incredibly powerful, incredibly powerful, then announced the Xbox One S, that came out first, had 4K, had HDR built into the box, Sony's announcement came after the Xbox One S was even came out. People thought there's no way anybody would buy an Xbox One S. Yeah, it's smaller, yeah, it's this, yeah, it's that, it's got 4K, all this stuff. The issue is that now you can't find a One S. Yeah. They're gone. Everyone that wanted one picked one up because it's a suitable box for your needs. You have to think now, console gaming is going to rely on your television oh, yeah. more than ever. If you don't have a 4K TV, this is all a moot point. Can can you see yourself buying a 4K TV? No, not for five years. Probably not until, I would say the first 4K TV I even think about buying would be when we are married in a year, actually almost a year, just outside of a year, and then another year when we get a house after that. Oh, so, and the price so, is going to... You know, probably considerably. Too. Plus, I'm like you. I don't get the first generation of any new technology. Why would I you? wait for the for the fix to come because there's always going to be a fix. I'm not somebody who needs to be first to market on new technology. I mean, I have my LG, the the smart the 3D TVs. I'm t- like I'm going to ride them until they completely break down. And there's no need for me to have a 4K. Yeah, I I mean, our buddy Machi showed me his 4K TV. Um, the display it's beautiful. It, it looks great, but. Right now, I'm not going to spend eight hundred to a thousand dollars on a 4K TV. I spent seven ninety five on this fifty five inch. You know, I'm hundred. I'm very happy. One hundred twenty refresh rate, uh, LED. I'm I'm very happy with this product. Plus, I'm a Samsung kind of guy. That's that's not my wrong, bias. Not wrong with that. I'm a Samsung TV uh, kind of person. But um, I don't need. To, to upgrade. I have no reason to, especially when you talk about the Pro. Uh, it will not play 4K Blu-rays. Uh, announced on Tuesday, the PS4 Pro has uh, a boosted CPU clock rate, a terabyte hard drive, which is fine. Oh, that's pretty cool. At least you have a terabyte. Yeah, but you, I can you need just get that nowadays. Right, but I can. I have a 500 here, and while I am out of space, like I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> That's funny as hell. <laughs> I'm not, not going to go and edit that out. I just want to let you fine. know. That's fine. I just want to let you know. I'm not editing anything. Um, one terabyte. <laughs> <laughs> one, one terabyte. Four, oh, sure $400. Yeah, more than double the power of the PS4 GPU, and it'll support HDR10 as well as 4K streaming for the Netflix and YouTube app, but no 4K Blu-ray. It's like... And, and there's no exclusive games. What's the, what is the point of me going out, dropping another $400 on another PS4? But no, that doesn't need to be exclusive games. Like, the, the Nintendo... Nintendo fucked it up when they did the new 3DS because they made new 3DS exclusives and they made like three and they knew that they fucked up. So they stopped. PS4, all games coming out will have an, an upscaled option to play at the at the you know the native 4K 
on like PS4 Pro, and then you also can use PS4 just you know normal standard settings. But again, it all goes to the TV you have. If you don't have a machine or a TV that can handle the machine, there's no point, the point in upgrading exactly. to the machine. I know. I guess I would say to me probably at least the one of the best things is all games are in 1080p. That's but that's, are they? But are they? That's what, I, not re- even, that's so what I read. They're not even shooting for a, a, a streamlined 60 frames per second. Now, to me, I can tell the difference between 60 frames and 30 frames per second because I play so many games. Yeah. And I totally understand that why they would do it. They have to lock it at 30 frames per second because of multiplayer. It, 60 frames per second is just a lot smoother of an experience. So if you have somebody playing a multiplayer game like Call of Duty at 60 frames a second and somebody doesn't have that kind of television or power and they're playing at 30, the person at 60 frames per second is going to have a slight advantage. Yeah. So you don't want that. So they're locking multiplayer at 30 frames. Gears of War 4 is doing the same thing. Single-player campaign in 60, multiplayer at 30, fine. I'm good with it. I'm not just, a, just just to keep everything fair. Right. I don't need graphical fidelity, and I don't need my frame rate to be 60 frames per second all the time. If you lock me at 30, dude, I'm happy with that. I think these games are gorgeous as it is. How much prettier can video games get than they are right at, now? At this point, I don't know, Greg. I, I, they would have to have. I would imagine a big, big, big announcement coming up. So Microsoft, meanwhile, I think won. I think that that this is they they nobody was probably happier than. Uh, Microsoft after this conference oh, easily they're still very very confident that the Scorpio is going to be the most powerful console ever built even after the pro reveal today they got the six teraflops and all that stuff coming out um, in their box now they haven't announced the exact specs name release date anything like that we know it's 2017 and so it's they, probably early 17 so the pro I don't know they said holiday maybe oh, maybe oh, wow. maybe the pro is going to be first to market but that's, what's that that's November 10th I believe but the Scorpio is going to be the more powerful box. As soon as Sony's conference was over, Microsoft sent out a tweet. Some intern got got full marks for this one. Sent out a tweet saying um, HDR gaming. Oh, the check marks. Check, yeah. Did that check? And that was for the Xbox One S, not oh. the Scorpio. Wow. What a slap in the face. Yeah, no, it, it, I mean, I would, I would imagine Sony had to be feeling a little butthurt after that. So what we wanted to do was because we knew we were probably going to be talking down a little bit uh, about PlayStation for the top th- uh, for the uh, for the announcement. And, we, of, and I and I know Greg, we love PlayStation, absolutely. so don't knock us. So we knew we were going to be talking down because let's call it what it is. It was underwhelming. Okay, oh, it was. So we wanted to pick it up a little bit with our top three this week. So we're going to do top three fran- video game franchises that started out as PS. PlayStation, PlayStation exclusives. So it does not have to be a PlayStation PlayStation exclusive anymore, but it had to have debuted on Sony console only. What do you got? That's, that's, that's fair. All right, we'll hit my number three first. We'll go none other than Twisted Metal. I love me some Twisted Metal. I mean, first game, Twisted Metal, you know, the first one came out in 1995. I was six years old. God knows... Why I was playing that, but <laughs> but I mean it was it was the first where you know I got to you know, pick a guy you're, you're you're fighting to the death on different characters and to me it was fun all you get your friends over you're playing you know it was great but to me it didn't get great until the second one Twisted Metal two at the time that we it bought came out ninety six it's a ninety six <laughs> we played the ever living hell out of Twisted Metal 2. And we've had a conversation about that on the show where we went to GameStop and bought it yeah. and all that stuff. I think it was EB Games back in the day. Yeah. And we just sat and played it because it was mindless. I played it. We played up in Machi's bedroom for oh, hours and hours and hours. Or you play the power sport. You blow up the, you know, the the Eiffel Tower. Yep, yep, yep. yep. You know, to me, it's, you know, you're driving on rooftops. It's To me, that's that's nostalgia to me. That's what I remember. You know, I love the way you say nostalgia. Oh. That's nostalgia. No, nostalgia. <laughs> Sam's from Georgia. That's nostalgia. I want to talk to Samson. 
<laughs> you want to play some Twisted Metal? But yeah, I mean, they, they came out with, you know, the first two came out for, for PS... Actually, the first four, I believe, came out for PS1. And then, you know, you had Twisted Metal Black came out for PS2. Then the, the regular Twisted Metal came Black out. Black is so good. No, it, very good. It I just, have it upstairs. I, it's just, it's literally dark. I just it's wish they had more of the old school characters from, you know, they just created... I mean, I understand. You want I to make you're new characters. A, you're, a, you're a nostalgia guy. You like what I'm comes out school, original. Man. You like original, and then you don't like change. No, I like a little bit of change. But the, <laughs> it just scares him. It frightens and scares him. The 2012... 2012. <laughs> Did you just lick <laughs> the... <laughs> but that came out for PS3. That was... It was decent. But the sad thing, I know they were supposed to make a live-action movie. Yeah, no I, more. Who knows if that's coming out. And, no more. And then I know one of the quotes were after this game came out in 2012, they said there probably won't be another Twisted Metal. If there is, it won't be for The years. last one flopped. Sadly. The PS3 one flopped because they made it all about Sweet Tooth and uh, well, well, you could Mr. Only, Grimm, I think. Yeah, you had, you had three story moves. You could do Mr. Grimm, Sweet Tooth, and Dollface. Yeah. Like, Dollface, that was the other one. Like, how are you the Harley to, Quinn wannabe. I mean, how, how, how can you have only three story modes? Yeah, there wasn't. It was very heavy on the one, you know, one vehicle, and then you had like your minions that like kind of looked like looked like you a little bit. Like they had the sweet tooth, just a bunch of clown yeah. face people, and that that's who you fought with. And it was kind of just eh. If it was just ground and pound, twisted metal, back to the roots, definitely would have been a better experience. But, but regardless, still a great series. Absolutely, nothing. I mean, that's probably the best car combat game ever made. Yeah, car combat franchise ever made. Yeah. Uh, for my number three, it's more of a recent title. There's only one in the franchise, and it is still a PlayStation exclusive. How can you not love The Last of Us? It is unbelievable. What an experience for being in this. Have you played the game? No, I've not played The Last of Us. So, long story short, and I will tell you right now. When did this game come out? Within the last three years. Okay. Maybe four. Um, I think 2013, I want to say. Um, but, or maybe 2012, because I think. This was a launch title for PS4 as well, the remaster. I, I want to say that behind Bioshock, this was the best single-player experience I've ever had. Damn. By far. That's deep right there. I would say probably Bioshock, this, Resident Evil 4, and the, my number one, which we'll talk about, which were, were just the best single-player experiences I've ever had. That, this story was so engrossing to whereas... And you beat it, right? I'm, I'm done, yeah. Recently, too. Uh, very recently. Um, I have to play the DLC Left Behind, but... Will the, there be the, another one? Yes. The... They haven't announced it yet, but it's there's absolutely the way it ended. I imagine. Well, not even that, just the success. They, people are calling it the greatest PlayStation game of all time. So... Let me, let me check out the case. Let me let me let me look at this a little bit. The story alone, the first ten minutes has you hooked, has you enthralled. My goodness, you, is, it, is it like a horror? Or is it's it's horrorish. It's it's not horror, right? Is it like so a jump scare. It's got some. It's 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 definitely it's post apocalyptic, right? So you've played zombie games, you've played all that. Yeah. It's kind of a different kind of zombie. They're definitely infected. I'm not going to give it away, um, but it's the, the world is is screwed. Right, they start, it starts oh, kinda, in Texas. Kind of what you had me thinking. Um, the I Am Legend movie with Will Smith is it like that type of deal or no? I would say that you're not far off, but this okay. is a pair of people. Okay, uh, it's Joel and Ellie, um, a father who I can't. I don't want to give away oh, yeah. his backstory because in the first ten minutes you find it out. But it's just it got me. It got me hard. I believe it. Um, and then Ellie joins it eventually, maybe about thirty, forty-five minutes in, maybe an hour in. Um, and the two of them just have a dynamic that has I, never been shared like that. In, in I assume screen. you play both characters. Uh, yeah, you can okay. take control of both characters there, and and just 
the storytelling, the way it ends, oh, God damn, does it end hard too. Um, but just the, the, the way you're going through it chapter by chapter, you, it's one of those things like a good book. You just, one more chapter, one more chapter. Yeah. Because games now are in chapters. You don't, you don't want to put it down. Right. And you're like, I'll just play one more chapter. Oh, oh, it's 3 a.m. And I, <laughs> and I got to be in work by 7.30? Okay. Um, shit. You know, and, and I find myself just, I, I open my curtain just like we have right now behind you. I open the curtain. I turn on the small light or I leave all the lights off. And I just sit and I got my, my flyers chair with my little ottoman I just got. Just put my put my feet up and just. And that's it. And just, I'm that's it gone. That's it for me. I'm done. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't blame you. It's it's brilliant. It's just simply brilliant. Oh, I'll, I'll have to check it out. But, I, I, you're more than welcome well, to, to borrow it. After I still got Pokemon, then Uncharted, and, one, then, two, and, and three. then we'll hit that. And then I got four for you, too. <laughs> so once you've done all that, then you can hit up some Last of Us. I'm more yeah. than happy to, to lend it all out right, to you. No problem. No problem. All right. My, my number two, it was kind of was just a little hard, this list here, but I had to go with my boy Kratos and God of War. Yep. And that remaster looks awesome. It, it does. And you know, the re, not the remaster, the reboot. The Sorry. reboot, yeah. So you know, the first one came out in 05, and I, you know, they had the next one in 07 and 2010 and 2013. I mean, you're going, he's going up against gods, titans. I love the mythos. I love the Greek mythology. Even in high school, I, I was interested in it. So I, I, I know what I'm talking about. I know what a minotaur is. I know what the cyclops I know what everything is. So for me, playing, you're figuring out puzzles, and you're just hacking and slashing. There's blood everywhere. You're ripping out eyes and heads. And to me, that, that the game was so engrossing. That, like, for me, I couldn't stop. I have played the second one, never played the first one. Probably missed out on that. Want oh, to go yeah. back. Want oh, to yeah. go back. PlayStation 1 or 2? It was PS2, but then okay. they did the remaster on, on, on PS3. Th- or three. Yeah. yeah, they did the first two, and then th- they put all three in one, right? Yeah, if you ever needed I got it. Yeah. Um, but they did come out with God of War 3 remastered for PS4. Yep. Which I, 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 do I, also, I also bought that. Yeah, I it was like 30 bucks. Mine was 10 PlayStation had a sale. Oh, and I wow. got it for ten bucks. I can't say no to that. Like if it's nine ninety nine, I'm sitting. I couldn't there. even say no to thirty. Yeah, and it, was, it was a digital download. It was the summer sale. I was like, dude, I'm done. And I remember, I remember like texting you at eleven thirty one night, just like, yep, just started got a war again. And and it's and it's so good. I mean, I I, I never want to stop. And it's a t- it's a type of you know a game where you're not just running through. Like there's some parts where you have to actually like stop. Like okay, what do I got to oh, do here puzzles. for a second? Definitely yeah. puzzles. And which, there which there's some like. head scratchers too. Oh, definitely. I was, I was stuck for days where I had to stop. Like, all right, I'll, let me come back tomorrow with a fresh head. Yeah, the puzzles are to the point where they're not excruciating, but it is enough to break up the monotony of a ha- of like a hack and slash. Definitely. I, I don't want to play a game that I'm just going to beat in one hour. I want to actually have to you know, struggle a little bit. Maybe I don't want to break a paddle, but... <laughs> <laughs> what I like about it is, uh, is the... The mythos, the environment. If it wasn't around Greek mythology, because that's always oh, fascinating, I'd, I'd be over it. If it was just another beat 'em up or hack and slash, I'm done. But man, when you're going Zeus and uh, oh you know, my god, and and uh, uh, he's fighting Ares, the god Ares, of war. You it, become yeah. the god of war, then you're fighting Zeus, then you're fighting Titans. I mean, you're all over the map. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so interesting. Three opens up really good when you're climbing up the the Titans, Titan, climbing oh, yeah. up, they're so, climbing up Mount Olympus. The, the scenery, and yeah. you're talking, you know, this was, you know. Well, the third one, that was PS3, so yeah. you didn't even have the PS4 graphics yet. Yeah, and, and well, I mean, it looks good on PS4, don't get me wrong. It doesn't look, like, revolutionary over PS3, because the PS3 version just looked great natively. No, I, I, I have no, no complaints with the PS2 or 3 version. And the reboot's going to be awesome. Yeah, to next year? Yeah, and Norway. well, supposedly. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets pushed to 2018, but Norse mythology now instead of Greek mythology, so that's neat. I'm in. Well, then you're talking Thor. Yeah, that's exactly I what you're talking I'm in. Yep. My number two... Um, I, I would have hoped would have been on your list. I don't think it is, but I'm going to go with uh, the forgotten mascot of Sony, well, former mascot of Sony, 
Crash Bandicoot. It, b- believe it, he was on my list, and then I had to change some things around. Uh, <laughs> I had to change <laughs> some things around. Um, there's to me Crash Two Wrath of I think was that Wrath of Vortex or Cortex. Cortex the Wrath of Cortex is is the best. I know Crash Warped is the most critically acclaimed. Yeah. That's the third one. But but two is two is my favorite, yeah. and that's the one I played first. Um, I told you before in Uncharted. There's a nice callback yeah, to, yeah. to Crash Bandicoot, which is awesome. The original, um, but just. Point A to point B, go up, go down. They got the bonus to go left and right. A butterfly. A butterfly. <laughs> and it's, it's a perfect game. It's, it's a perfect, like, time waster. Like, if I want to kill 45 minutes, I can go play five levels of what Crash. Was the, what was the other one that came? Were you racing? Crash, uh, crash Nitro, Nitro kart? kart Racing, I think. No, that was fun. Yeah, that was a good kart racer. I mean, it came out when Diddy Kong Racing and Mario Kart 64 were out. So it came out around that time. And Mario Kart 64 kind of owned that space, the kart racer space. Super underrated game, though, yeah, is, right, is Nitro Kart. It's really fun. I mean, yeah. I know the when they do the remaster for the PS4, they're yeah. doing the first three. Yeah, I was kind of, I was hoping it was going to be the racing, but... I'll, I'll definitely take what I can get, though. Yeah, sure. And um, what I like about what they're doing is, uh, you know, they, they when it went to PS2, they kind of revamped what Crash looks like a little bit, kind of screwed yeah. it up. Yeah, made well, him they, they, they updated him a little, you know. Made him a little goofy. Um, and then they went to all consoles. So the first three are PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, and, I, and, I think and 90, Nitro Kart. 96 to 2000 was the PlayStation Yeah, and then exclusive. Nitro Kart is, is a PlayStation exclusive as well. And that's that's the bread and butter. Those first four titles are uh, fantastic. The thing that scares me about the reboot, or the remaster, I keep... Yeah. The remaster of Crash is what are they going to do with him? Is he going to look like he did for PS2? Because I didn't like it. Hopefully they can get him close to PS1 as possible. Did they did they show any gameplay? or Nothing. No, they didn't show Zero. Yet. They just announced it. Well, I mean, that, that could be good to give it, let it breathe a little bit before they show us anything. I just want to see the art direction, and I want to see what Crash looks like. Because if, if he looks like he did in the PS2 era, or they try to update him for 2016, I'm not, well, I don't know if we're going to be happy. Uh, I mean, I'll still have to get it regardless, just because, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, want to, I want to play it on the PS4. I, you know, obviously, I love my PS or my PS1 game that I still have. I love that. That's just there, just yeah. collecting dust. But I just uh, put in... Crash two yesterday morning. As a matter of fact, I got it for four fourteen bucks on Amazon. So can't beat that. We'll hit my number one. I, you, you knew from day one that this is my game. It's Devil May Cry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You have a half demon, half human, slashing up demons. Sold. I, I remember buying the game at Toys R Us. You know, the first the first three were the the PlayStation exclusives that came out for PlayStation Two. Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry Two, Three, and then when Four came out, it was the PS3 and the Xbox 360. But one thing about me, the first one, it was so hard. Yeah, that's I, what it's known for. That series is known to be old school hard. But no, but the first one. I mean, when you have to beat Mundus at the end, it took me so long. And the only reason I beat him, I remember I had a speck of health. And when you go to speck of health, you can hit. Um, your devil trigger, and in the first one, you go like full demon. So you're 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 firing off like flamethrower blast from your hands, and it's like you know, crazy strong. And that's I barely beat Moonus. When I beat him, I like I think I almost cried. That's how happy I was. So then, like as two came out, and three came out, I noticed that they weren't as hard. And then they started releasing like the Dante Must Die mode, and you know when we were playing this Brotherhood Virgil in the fourth one, that was when you had to beat Virgil in the fourth one. He was hard as shit. Mm-hmm. I remember Miyamachi struggled for a, a good bit. There was the the franchise never called out to me like it did to you. I've played the first one, played the second one, didn't play any other after that. I played them in your basement when we were kids, yeah. but never called out to me because it was it was another hack and slash to me. 
and it was like a mix of because Devil May Cry, I believe, was spawned because of Resident Evil, um, either three or four. I forget which one. It was like a rejected because the first one came out in two thousand and one. Yeah, and I think that's when four came out. Re four was two thousand one, maybe something around there. I I can't remember. Maybe two thousand two or three, but um, I know that that. One of the Resident Evil games was like a reject, and they kind of spawned off into Devil May Cry. The reason Devil May Cry even existed was because it was like a rejected Resident Evil idea. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I know a lot of people say that they they hate the second one. That's funny to me. Um, they have the second one that came out. Um, you play like some of the, well, most of the game you play is Dante. Then right. I think maybe like twelve missions, or maybe a little bit more. You play as Lucia. I know a lot of that. To me, that's probably the worst critically acclaimed is the second one. I mean, I think it's okay, but I. I to me, there was nowhere it didn't compare with the first one. What did you think of DMC? The reboot? Yeah. I mean, it was okay. It was Please don't tell me you cared about his hair. No, I mean, it's they, they went after he was young. It was like he just started his business. I mean, I mean, I, I liked it. You know, it shows you a different version of him and his brother, how they had to, you know, a crazy, you know, growing up. And, you know, I know they released the little, you know, the DLC Virgil's downfall in the end. You get to play as his brother, yeah. which was really sweet. But it was good. I'm, I like that funny scene where he, like, where he's doing something and like the gray wig like falls on his head oh and yeah it looks yeah. like dante and, and he was and like never never yeah i mean that, that, that little stuff like that 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 was funny um i mean i'm hoping that there we're going to see a sequel i know that i tease i sent you a little picture of i'm hoping that it's true so tokyo game show is this coming week um we don't want to preview it this week. We're just going to recap because it's not as big as E3. So E3, we will do predictions. Um, but Tokyo Game Show, they teased that Devil May Cry 5 may be announced, which I know would pretty much be the entirety of our next episode oh, if that comes oh true God, for you. That's, that will be in the immediate next game I get. Obviously, I'm getting Titanfall 2, but the, this game's not probably going to come out for a while. If DMC 5 is not, it's probably 2018. Oh, if, if not if further down yeah, the road. So, um, My number one, would again... A still a PlayStation exclusive has not gone to any other um, consoles, any other brands. Can I guess? You may. Is it Uncharted? It is Uncharted. <laughs> it is Uncharted. Um, again, I didn't play any of them until I got my PS4. I'm sorry, I lied. I bought Uncharted 1 and 2 when I got my PS3, got stuck during Uncharted 1, and then never picked it back up. And when I traded my PS3, and I got rid of them both. So I was about... And you never even beat it? I was about a third of the way through. Oh, wow. So the first time I ever beat an Uncharted game was the PS4 Uncharted Nathan Drake collection. Um, all three? All three of them. That's what you have now. I let you borrow. And then Uncharted 4. My fiance got me all four of them when she got my PS4. And I'm going through, and I'm loving it, right? But then I get done the first game, and I was like, I felt some sense of accomplishment, and I was like, this game got me in a way that I hadn't been gotten before. Um, just sucked you in. It just sucked me in, and I didn't want to stop. That's all I thought about. All I, like all I wanted to do was play Uncharted. All I thought about was Uncharted. The mythos around Uncharted. I'm a big fan of history. History is like I'm a kind of a history buff. So to go back into like an alternate, like not a re- alternate reality, but this world where it it is, you know, let's go find uh, Libertalia. Or I was hoping they would do something with like the statue, uh, the the Fountain of Youth. I was really hoping for that. But he finds all these, you know, obviously he's just a treasure hunter. And I mean. It's so good. Uncharted, to me, it always reminded me of Indiana Jones. I think it's Indiana Jones mixed with Tomb Raider. I think there's your perfect, okay. there's your perfect kind of it's combo. Like, that's a good mix, though. Hell of a I, mix. I like both of them. Yeah, hell of a mix. Um, and then you got kind of Victor Sullivan as, a, as an ancillary character. And um, his, uh, who, I don't want to give away spoilers, but um, a, a certain TV reporter and then a certain... Trisha Takanawa? <laughs> 
and then another, uh, and then another uh, Gale uh, who's who's interested in him, uh, and then a whole bunch of obviously side characters. You know, I won't give away Uncharted Four, but he has a relative, so that's nice. I, I do, yeah. I do plan to play the you know, the first three, and then hopefully, hopefully after I beat all three, hit the fourth one. It's so good. The stories connect really well. You feel for Nathan. Um, it goes into him as a child a lot, so you get to play as him as a as an adolescent and a teenager. So you get to to get the backstory behind the Drakes, um, or are they the Drakes? And and everyone raves about it. Like I'm I'm, I'm kind of surprised that it, you know it kind of just passed me by. It's unbelievable. And and just sitting there, it's it's all single player. Yes, yeah, there's multiplayer. Don't get me wrong, but who? I'm not playing Uncharted for multiplayer game. Neither it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's popular too. It's pretty popular multiplayer. But I'm not playing Uncharted for multiplayer. I'm playing. You, you it. never played it for? I did. Oh, okay. But I'm saying I'm not playing it for that. That's not the reason I turned so on my wh- Uncharted. How do you, what do you mean? Like how do you even death play match it? and all that? It's just oh, online okay. multiplayer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not co-op or anything like that. But online multiplayer, you know. Three versus three, or five versus five, or whatever, just deathmatch style, and other couple other game modes. But I play it for the single player experience. I want to take in the vistas and the views. I want to climb up the snowy mountains, trains, and jump from train car to train car, and drive my SUV through a town over these hills and through houses and all this crazy stuff. And I want to jump as a building's collapsing. I want to jump from the building to another building and hang on by a thumbnail. And <laughs> that's what I want out of a game. Yeah. And all four of them delivered. And the cool part about them, it's not exact the same exact mechanics. It's not the same exact control scheme the entire time. Each game changes it up just enough for you to feel excited and happy about it. Fantastic story. Like I said, Bioshock's my bet, my favorite single player experience. This is two. That's not wrong. Uncharted two. Not wrong with that. Then RE four and Last of Us. Uncharted the the whole series, hands down, fantastic. Uh, Best single player franchise because Bioshock two and Infinite were good, but not as good as number one. Um, Best single player franchise I've probably ever played. And hat tip to uh, Uncharted two as by far the best in the bunch. Oh, that was your favorite out of the four? By by far. And it it is worth every second you play that game. It's so good. Story ending everything. Um but that leads us to some video games that are going to be, be coming out this week. Um, this week, again, just like in movies, we have a ton, a ton of stuff coming out. And I'm finally excited for for some gaming releases. Uh we have the obvious where it comes to um NHL 2017 or NHL 17, which is every year around this time. You have your Maddens and your Fifas. Is and that your for Xbox NBAs. One and everything? For, yep, for all the consoles would be NHL 17, so that's going to be coming out, which is nice. Um, I'll be passing this year. I've passed for three years in a row Same. now. Well, yeah. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> but outside of and and P, um, Pro Evolution Soccer PES is coming out as well, 2017. So just to get the sports stuff out of the way, I'm a sports nut, so I'd love to sit there and talk about it. But I haven't gotten um, a FIFA in a few years, and I haven't gotten a PES ever, and I haven't gotten NHL since NHL 14. I used to be the number 12th ranked in the world at Holy NHL crap. at NHL 08. I was 600 plus wins and 12 losses. I didn't have friends. <laughs> I just played for hours on end. I, uh, literally, that's what I did. Days on end. I would come home from school and I would play it and I would do it all night and didn't care. And I had amassed a lot of victories uh, <laughs> in the top top twelve in the in the world of that game. And that's when I realized I had a problem. So I haven't really played it since then. But I have bought them every year for single player. I stopped playing online around 2008 because I was just like, no way, I can keep I, doing. I this. can't go back. <laughs> yeah, I decided to go to college instead. Um, <laughs> So some other games coming out. Recore for Xbox One. Recore is divisive to say to say the least. Um, it 
is underwhelming at this point. Uh, it was shown last year at E3 on Microsoft stage. It got a decent reception. It's Kojima. Kojima. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's definitely not Kojima. Wow. It's um, holy shit. Who's the dude who created Mega Man? Inafune, I think. Kenji Inafune. That's it. Kenji Inafune, the creator of Mega Man, is doing ReCore. Um, it's coming out. It's like sneaks up on everybody. This isn't. It has not had a big marketing push. It's got a dog with a core in the middle. That's Mega neat. Man. No ReCore. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's it looks good. It's an Xbox One exclusive. Um, well, oh. kind of. It's on PC as well. But yeah, from legendary creator Kenji Inafune and the makers of Metroid Prime comes a next generation action adventure game, Recore. As one of the last remaining humans on a planet controlled by robotic foes bent on your destruction, you must forge friendships with a courageous group of robot companions. Transformers? Each with unique abilities and powers. Lead this band of unlikely heroes on an epic adventure through a mysterious, dynamic world. You can't save mankind alone, sir. Survival starts in the core. It actually sounds like an Armored Core game. Remember any games? Armored Core? Why? Just because it has the word core in the title? Exactly. Machine? It's it's a girl. She goes around. There's cores. You put them in things. The thing comes to life. She's got a dog core companion. Um, If you look at the box art, there's the dog with the core in there. It's all robotic. It's futuristic. It's post-apocalyptic, probably. And um, I'm going to wait for Horizon Zero Dawn on PlayStation because they're yeah. similar titles-ish, kind of, maybe, almost. Uh, Record is going to disappoint. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't have Xbox, so. But you, <laughs> but you never know. People may like it. Sure, sure. Um, I, you never know. But I, I'm assuming it's going to come out to critical crap and uh, underwhelming in the sales as well. Uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 will hit the streets. If you have ever played Pac-Man Championship Edition, have you ever played that? <laughs> I just Pac-Man. Just Pac-Man just in, in, in the plain 70s. Plain old Pac-Man. Uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition is like Pac-Man on speed. It's like if it... If it, if it would just run faster? No, no, no. But it's like... Put it into like hyperdrive. Like uh, cr- if you put it on the screen, and just think of a normal Pac-Man thing, right? Yeah. With all the dots yeah. and everything, right? But now take it to where it's, it's like glowy and neon. And when you get hit, it like it explodes and it's like high scores and it's like super fast paced and dynamic. And um, you're going up against other people to, to get the high score to win. I, I can't, I'm not making it sound appealing at all. I'm doing a horrible job of painting this picture for you on the television screen, <laughs> but I'm telling you it's the, it's so addicting. It's a five minute pickup and play session against the buddy and you will be addicted. Um, it never gets old. The, ch- the first championship edition, I believe, was Xbox 360 Live Arcade exclusive. Maybe it came out to PSN later. But this, the championship edition, is like, it's it's Pac-Man on all sorts of steroids and all sorts of speed and all sorts of cool shit. What game that, does it come out? What? What system does it come out for? I'm sorry. I believe all of the All of them? Yeah, I believe Xbox and PlayStation. It sounds um, interesting, though. It's it's just... You painted it a neat picture. It's, it's <laughs> interesting. Um, I actually kind of want it. I just... I'm so tired of... I was just going to say maybe wait until it's not $60. It's not. It's only like 15 probably. Oh, that's not it's bad. A, it's, a, it's, it's a digital download, so it's not going to be... Yeah, Xbox One, PC, and PlayStation 4. Um, Dead Rising comes to... Uh, Dead Rising and Dead Rising 2 Remastered comes to PS4 and Xbox One. Um, they were Xbox 360 exclusives. Dead Rising 4 that was recently announced is coming to PlayStation, so now they want to remaster the old ones and put them on PlayStation. It's just a smart move. Yeah, exactly. Why, why are you going to have the... You know the fourth one, and not have the first three. If you've never, sense. if you've never played a Dead Rising game, it's a lot of fun. The first one, especially, you're in a mall, you're Frank West, you take pictures of zombies, but you kill them all. The whole point is to survive until a certain hour. You can use any prop in any store in the whole game. You can put Mega Man, uh, a Mega Man helmet on, Lego helmet. Uh, you can use a lawnmower and zo- you know, mow zombies down. Literally, you can do. That's pretty cool. It's it's really fun. So it's a it's a fun take on horror. It's not scary. It's a fun 
horror game. The second one was okay, but the first one was like it's legendary, it's classic. I would hope I would hope that you all pick that up. Definitely. The the one I'm looking forward to most this week, however, is the Bioshock collection. I've talked yeah, about it five times it. already this episode. It's my favorite single player game of all time. It's a friggin' masterpiece. The Bioshock collection comes to Xbox One and PS4. It is uh, Bioshock, Bioshock Two, and Bioshock Infinite all in one. Uh, the cool thing is Bioshock Two was created by a different studio, so they are by putting that in there. They they had to make some shady deals. Maybe, but they're really that's the way you should be going. Like the Arkham Collection, the Batman Arkham Collection was going to leave out Origins. You, you can't. It's going to be the first two, and it's like bullshit. Don't want it. But they delayed it, so hopefully they come back out and, and announce Origins with that. This one's doing it right by going all three. If you've never played Bioshock, first and foremost, where the hell have you been? Second off. This is your friggin' chance. Gorgeous game, amazing atmosphere, amazing story, kind of spooky. Best twist in video games I've ever played. It's a masterpiece. Now, they came out with what, three games? Three games. One, two, and Infinite. Infinite takes place in the sky, first in Columbia, up in the sky. First two take place in Rapture, a world under the sea that was built by Andrew Ryan. That sounds interesting. So, uh, transition off of that, we have to go to Nintendo. You have to. You have to. We, you always, have to. we, we always end. You have it. to end on Nintendo, right? So, um, as always, I guess the the norm is a new Sun and Moon trailer dropped. Two of them. Did. Another one. <laughs> Two of them. One English, one Japanese. The Japanese one is the one I want to talk about. If you want to watch the English one, go ahead. They announced some new Pokemon, all that stuff. I'm kind of getting tired of spoiling all that stuff. It comes out in two months. Let's just wait. Be patient. Let's just wait until it comes out. Um, but in the Japanese trailer, we saw somebody familiar. Uh, very quick, quick glimpse, like one second at max. But his facial features remind us of a certain character from Generation 1. Should we say Oak? Uh, if you want to go into that, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, so there's a new Oak. He looks identical to Professor Oak's face, but he's got, uh, like, he's tan and he's got long white hair. He's Hawaiian. He's Hawaiian. Huh. That's right. So, um, it is is new. It's oak. It's, it's his second cousin. It's just first cousin. Oh, second cousin oh. twice removed. Okay. By marriage, um, but it is it is the new oak. So that's it's neat. So it is. Um, it, it's it's a, it's a cool callback. Definitely. Absolutely. It's Samson Oak who lives in the Sun and Moon's Alolan region. Um, he basically what he does is um, he is Professor Oak from the original uh, Red and Blue. He his. It's his cousin. The original OG. The OG, the OP, old prof- original professor. Um, he basically studies the Alolan forms now. And if you remember, every Alolan form that's been announced, and what I assume is every Alolan form in general, has been or will be a, an original 151, a Gen 1 Pokemon. So to have, you know, Professor Oak studied the original 151, and he gave you the decks to go out and to, to get all research on off 151. And now Samson Oak, his cousin, is only studying the Alolan forms of those original 151. So a really neat callback. Definitely. It's, why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. It's smart. It's I would never have expected that. And, and you're like, Sam, who do you think this is? I knew. I yep. knew. Surpro- yep. First thing all, you said when I showed you the picture was, was Oak. And that was it, is, it was super neat just to be able to see him uh, again in, in like a new way. I wasn't expecting it in the least. I like that he's only sticking with the Alolan forms. It's something new. Gives him a, a, his own, his own little, his own little yeah. niche in the game. So I'm really excited about that. But we've come to the time where we're going to talk Sam's Pokemon X Journey. Uh, we've made an agreement just for like one badge a week um, at, you know, hopefully one badge a week. That's the goal. That's the goal. So I'm opening up as we speak. And, and I got I got into it this week. You got into it this week. So from last Thursday, Sam just got his second badge last Thursday. So that gives us 
nine days. So in nine days, he is now... What we got? Holy shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I told you. I killed it. He's on his. He just got his fifth badge. So he's supposed to get one badge a week. He goes for five. Um, so you got three more badges to go until the Elite Four. Um, you got 164 in your Pokedex, so we got to see that. I've, I've been catching it. I don't even know what they are. I'm just throwing balls all over the place. So we'll go to your party first before we go into the boxes. Currently, your party sits at... So you got your Lucario at level 43. He's a beast. You did evolve Fletchender into Talonflame. Yep. Told you it would be sick. He is pretty. I even evolved uh, your boy. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. So you got Talonflame at level 40. Del Fox level 44. So you have the final evolved form of, of um, Fennekin. Yes, sir. Blastoise level 42. I love Blastoise. You got Dublade. So you're getting there. Level Man. 38 on Dublade. It took forever to, to freaking evolve. The last one's even better. Uh, and then you got Tyranitum. Tyrantrum. Yeah, he just evolved. Yeah, Rock Dragon, 39. So in your party... Thank God I picked him. <laughs> in your party, we went through everything last week. Let's start at the new stuff. All right. So you have a level 10 Nose Pass Rock Pokemon. You have level 23 Sock. He has a another Pokemon. Like, think of the Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee. Yeah, that's exactly how I took it. And there, so, there's like another two guys like him. So there's it's Sock and Throw. He's like a bigger guy, right? Red, man, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So you have Sock. You have a level 23 Staravia. You have a level f- uh, 11 Roggenrola. <laughs> I always love that name. 22 Wobbuffet. You know Wobbuffet. Yeah, he's old school. Mm-hmm. He's what, second gen? I believe so, yep. 21 uh, Chingling. Uh, level 23 Carbink. What do you think that evolves into? An acorn? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't evolve? No. It well, stays this well, the entire what? time. It's not going. It's no. not going to leave that box. No. Uh, level Man, the tw- crap I caught's not leaving the box. Level 29, Flareon. Well, I, I took him on my party. He's yeah. just been, yeah. Level 25, Pinsir. Love Pinsir. 23, Chadot. You have a 26, Tauros. 27, Miltank. If you remember from Gen yeah, 2, I, Whitney's, I, Whitney's Miltank. I still remember. Level 26, Tentacool. Yeah, I finally got Surf. I'm able to do that now. 23, Slowpoke. 27, Doug Trio. 26, Gibble. Uh... He good? Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm telling you now. Put in your party. It's got three stages of evolution. You will not be disappointed. Holy crap! Garchomp is the shit. It goes to from this to Gabite to Garchomp. You want Garchomp? The only person I would take out of my probably my lineup would be the the Flame Bird. Do it. You gotta 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 do it. This is a Dragon Ground type. You don't have any Ground type, so it'll be nice to to get a Ground type in there and a Dragon type. Garchomp is worth it. Then level twenty six Trap Inch. So you haven't. So you've caught a lot of stuff, and you got the five badges. Yeah. So I'll just ask you overall, dude. I mean, you played a shit ton this week. So, yeah. So I, I guess I've it's been, going good. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. I think I only had um. I got trouble on one. I had to get like an elevator pass. One of the red guys dropped it. That took me a while to get, and then I accidentally hit a rock, and I got that. Like the X accuracy, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta click these rocks." I clicked on every damn rock. It took me probably about an hour. <laughs> Overall thoughts in the game—is it what you thought it would live up to? No, it's—it's it's not that uh, that I, I thought it would live up to something. It's just to me, I I, I played it like I, I said a million times. Once I traded my Tranitar Pokemon, was dead to me. But after this game, it brought a little bit of the fire back, and I know I was over Machi's house the other day watching with Angelo and his. You know, his girlfriend, we were watching the old, like Pokemon first season, just, you know, nostalgia again. And, you know, it just got me, you know, got me hyped to play it. Well, that's going to conclude the first, last, and only episode seven of We Podcast and We Know Things. We'll be back next weekend with episode eight, probably breaking down Tokyo Game Show. Hopefully Sam gets some good news on Devil May Cry. Let's go. And we have been...
uh, well, let's just say, please just go to wepodcastandwenowthings.com. That's all you got to do because from there you can do the iTunes, you can do the Facebook, you can do the Twitter, you can do the Instagram, and you can do the Loot Crate. Loot Crate, Loot Crate, Loot Crate, Loot Crate. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks, guys. (laughs) 